0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Conservative Christian. My humble apologies for this podcast episode being a couple weeks late. A lot of stuff happened at work, and I'm looking forward to talking to you guys about that. And I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Please be sure to share it with everyone. Well, yeah, share it with everyone, including your liberal friends. Let's, uh, oh, let's melt some snowflakes today. All right, everyone, as we begin the first segment here, let's open up with a word of prayer. Dearly Father, Lord God, I thank you for this day in which we can gather, Lord. I thank you for this wonderful opportunity I have over Anchor to be able to spread your word and your truth. And Lord, I pray that this podcast will be a blessing to those who hear it, Lord, and I pray that today will be a good day. I pray for your help in keeping my words coherent and not getting scrambled like they usually do. And, Lord, I would also like to thank you for this wonderful country in which we live. Lord, the freedoms that you have given us and the freedoms that you the freedoms that you just given us, Lord, we oftentimes take them for granted, especially nowadays. Lord, our country is divided, and I pray that with your help, Lord, we can have revival in this land once again. In your Son's holy name we pray. Amen. All right, everyone, let's start off with our daily Bible reading. Turn with me, if you will. To the book of First Tim First Timothy. No, sorry, Second Timothy. Second Timothy chapter two and verse fifteen. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now we're going to focus on that first part for this segment here and just discuss what it means to study. Now this is a very interesting passage because it's the only passage in all of Scripture. In fact, it's the only uh, verse in every Bible version out there where we have the command to study. To study, not just to study religious stuff, but also political stuff, science stuff, history, music, art. Just to study stuff out, to figure out what we are seeing here. Because if we don't study, we don't have a proper understanding of what we are seeing. And if we don't have that proper understanding... Then, well, we're going to get led astray. We're going to get tossed about with every wind of doctrine. We're going to be uh, easily confused. We're going to be easily manipulated into believing a whole bunch of lies. And that is something which we see a lot in our churches today and in our schools. Our children are not being they're not being taught how to study. They're not being taught different views. They are being indoctrinated. And this is something that we have to take a stand against. That's why I'm looking forward to voting for Trump again in 2020 because this is the first time in a long time our country ha- and our people have actually been opposed to – all right, not opposed to, but have actually been presented different views and they're actually looking into it. Now, not everyone – there's are still a lot of liberals out there who take their, what their Democratic overlords tell them as gospel truth. But there are some that are actually looking into this. And there are a lot of never-Trumpers in the 2016 election are actually planning on voting for Trump and are actually campaigning for him right now in 2020. And that's something that is very encouraging because people are starting to. To search things out. They're starting to look into stuff. They're starting to remove a lot of the false dogma, a lot of that bad doctrine, false doctrine. Um, they're starting to cleanse their palate, if you will. They're starting to cleanse their brains of what they've been taught and are starting to learn for themselves. They're starting to teach themselves And that is something that is really encouraging. That is something you and I need to take a stand for. That is why I'm looking forward to voting for Trump in 2020, because he's a political outsider and he came in and he shook things up. And I'm looking forward to seeing that happening again, because things can only get better from here. When you hit rock bottom, you can't go any lower. The only way you can go is up. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting a little off-topic here, but it is important for us to study things out, to figure out where we stand on issues, because it's not just enough to know what you to believe. you got to know why you believe what you believe. And if you don't know that, then people can come in and walk all over you and get you so confused, so messed up, and then you, where are you? Well... You say you're a Trump supporter, but you don't know why you support him. Next thing you know, you are a liberal with a safety pin and a diaper. That's just something that happens. And same thing for churches. A lot of um, good, godly men, because they didn't know how to study, they weren't taught how to study, they were just told to believe this. Here's what I believe. Now, you need to believe the same thing. When they went off into the world to preach the gospel, they wound up, Becoming atheists. They wound up becoming. Now, look, some people are going to tell you, well, those people aren't really saved to begin with. That I don't I don't believe that's true. We do ourselves a great disservice in our churches and in our schools by not teaching our kids how to study, by not teaching them how to research stuff out, by not teaching them how to How to think critically, how to debate people, how to properly debate people, how to be civil. And that is a big turnoff. And that is something that really is damaging our future. And we need to get better about that. We need to work on teaching our kids and not just our kids, but re-educating a lot of our older people, especially like myself, in how to properly do that. (laughs) As your nominee, I pledge to restore to the federal government the capacity to do the people's work without dominating their lives. I pledge to you a government that will not only work well, but wisely, its ability to act tempered by prudence and its willingness to do good balanced by the knowledge that government is never more dangerous than when our desire to have it help us blinds us to its great power to harm us. The best president of the United States said these words. These are words of wisdom and warning. Warning against the desire to have the government, our government that serves us, the people, to take care of us and our lives. The desire to take things easy and allow it to control our lives and finances. This wise man this wise president was telling us was telling us that through our government though our government can be a great help to us it is a great danger to us and that is what we've been seeing in the recent months with this coronavirus and stuff and why it is important for us to study things out and see what is actually going on here cuz you can look at a big picture and it's true we should look at the big picture but you can't really understand a big picture without looking at the details, every detail, the tiny ones, the ones that in the corner the the ones that people don't really think about the ones that we oftentimes overlook, and that's something which we see today we often a lot of people today rely too much on our liberal news medias and that's the truth they're liberal now news is supposed to be unbiased it's supposed to be um fair and just supposed to be right there in the middle of the political spectrum not too right not too left just just what it is they're supposed to report the facts as they happen but they don't they don't they have their own leftist political movements their own leftist political ideas that they impose on the facts and twist the facts around and rely solely upon feelings that's something which we see today especially with this coronavirus because when you look at the numbers of people who have died due to corona now granted it it's a big number but it's not as big as everyone thinks it is it is not as devastating of losses as everyone feels it actually is but it's it's not and the reason why you don't see them reporting on that is because they want you to be afraid they want you to be uh fear they want you to they want you to be in a mass in a mass state of panic that way they can come in with their solutions over letting the government run your lives And they're trying to trick you into giving up your freedoms, trick you into giving up your rights, your liberties, your the things that are provided to you by our Constitution. They're trying to get you to give those up. And that is something we've seen. I mean, look, look at what they tell you is safe for you to go into during this time. And what is not? Grocery stores. You can go in them. Some of them. Yes, you can. Churches no, no, no no, no, that churches and movie theaters and places like this and gun stores and they have big, big, high risk of you catching corona. Don't go there, go to small stores where everyone is packedly tight in. Yes, those are safe, no, you can't go to the beach, but you can go to your local Walmart as long as you remain six feet apart in an enclosed space, tell me, what part of that makes sense, now look, 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 okay, I, at first, you didn't know what this was, okay, it could have been a mass panic, but it's not, but at the start of this, no one was sure what was going to happen, no one was sure if it was going to be as devastating as they all thought it would be, or worse, or whatever the case is, so my church decided to take the And a lot of churches, they should have done this, and I'm glad that they did. They decided to take precaution. They started to take air on the side of caution and do what the government asked, do what our local state government asked, and limited the number of people we had in, and we switched to doing live stream services. But after a couple months, we realized the numbers aren't there. They're not adding up. Have there been losses due to corona? Yes, there have been. Have it has it been as high as everyone thought it would be? No, it has not. No, it has not. And we just these past couple Sundays, we've all been meeting at church. We've all started to go back to our normal lives as if there was no lockdown. Honestly, this lockdown thing is nothing more than control. They're try, especially this year in 2020. Now I have a theory. The reason why. All the democratic states, all those leftist states are still remaining on lockdown and still trying to control you is because they don't want you getting out and voting for Trump. That and they're trying to make you believe they're trying to take this, make it a bad situation, make take a bad situation, make it worse and use it against Trump in the 2020 election. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to. Watch this. Watch this. This is my prediction. In the next couple of months, when things start opening back up, they're going to take the side of, OK, we need to open things up and we need to get Trump out of office because he's the reason why we're all in lockdown and a lot of st- small businesses went under and their unemployment rates are going up he's not keeping his promises blah 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 blah. whatever the case may be that is something that they are trying to do that is something which they are planning on doing but i am a firm believer that they're going to fail at that they will not succeed they will not succeed all right now let's get into the really the focus of this thing and that is The separation of church and state. That is something which I would like to talk to you guys about. Now, interestingly enough, you know where that phrase, the separation of church and state, came from? It is not found in the Constitution. The Constitution First Amendment clearly states that we as citizens have the right to peacefully gather, to speak our minds, and that the government has... No power in setting up a state or national religion like a lot of our European countries and Asian countries have. They have set up state and national religions. That's something our country has not done. Our forefathers decided not to do that. But that phrase, separation of church and state, came from one sentence by Thomas Jefferson in a single letter. That is something that is very interesting because it's not found in the Constitution. It's found in a letter written by Thomas Jefferson that some atheist um, judge found and started using it. And that's why, you know, you're just, we're seeing something like this today. That's that's just something interesting. All right. It, it doesn't make sense because our forefathers were religious and they realized that religion was going to play a key role in the development of this country. But a lot of people today are taking one phrase that Thomas Jefferson said in a letter and they are trying to twist that and say, oh, our forefathers were not religious and that our country should not have any religious uh, values whatsoever, any religion playing a part in our politics. And honestly, that creates an oxymoron because – and this is something we'll probably get into later on – can someone be moral and right without being religious? Yes, they can, but they can't make any sense. They need to have religious values. So a lot of our morals come from religious values. A lot of our conservative ideas, my conservative ideas emulate. They come from my religious beliefs. A lot of my political views come from my religious beliefs. And if you take out my religious beliefs, then all my views, all my conservative views are just based on my opinions and what I think and what I see. And that is something that is not right. All right. All right. I'm getting a little sidetracked here. Let's take a look at human government. Human government was established by God, I believe, for the orderly conduct of human society. We see that in Romans 13 and all throughout the Old Testament, God allowed men to create human government. He and he played a part in that. He helped develop it so that way they we could maintain a society that was peaceful and that was there to protect us. Also, the Bible does teach that there has to be a separation between the church and the state. Not to the point where I was talking about earlier, where there's no uh, religious people in the state. No, what 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 the Bible teaches is that the church cannot force their views on the state, on the government, and the government should not force or set up rules and regulations against the church or set up their own. Uh, religion their own singular state religion we see that in mark 12:17 and jesus answering and said unto them render to caesar the things that are caesar and to god the things that are god and they marvelled at him this principle states that it is wrong for the church or any religious body to interfere with dictate to or whatever to society It is also just as bad, if not more so, for the state to interfere with, control, support, or influence churches or religious bodies. Our forefathers knew this, and that is why they made the very first amendment the following. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging... The freedom of speech, or of the press, or of the right of the people to peacefully assembly and to petition government for a redress of grievances. What this means is you have the right to peacefully assemble assemble for church, and they can't stop you. Theodore Roosevelt once said, I am an American, free-born and free-bred, where I acknowledge no man as my superior except for his own worth or as my inferior, except for his own demerit. Ben Franklin said, Every man is of a common right. By the laws of God, a free man, and entitled to the free enjoyment of liberty. Look, for corona, I'm glad, as I said earlier, I'm glad that we took precautions and stayed home, but it's time to get out. It's time to come out of lockdown. It is time to get rid of just it's time for us to come out of our houses take off our masks and go back to our normal day-to-day lives because it is not as bad as everyone thinks in fact it is not as catchy as your common flu that has been scientifically proven people take a look at your just take a look at it online look i'm now listen that's you need to do your own research you need to study it out but seriously i'm encouraging guys to go study it out And just look at the different articles out there. There's a lot of conservative articles out there, scientific articles, medical articles that are explaining to you that it's not as dangerous as you think. Now, don't trust your news media. Don't turn off your news and actually do some old school research like you used to do in your college days. All right. And you will find that it is not as bad as everyone thinks. Okay. Okay. Listen, government is meant to protect us. It is not meant to run our lives. Government officials are the servants of the people. They are not our bosses. They are not our dictators. They are not our leaders. They are servants to us. We are their boss. We elect them. We put them in office. We hire them to do a job. And if we don't like it, when the next election rolls around, we should vote them out. If they do a good job, we should keep them in there for as long as we can. We shouldn't keep them in there forever Because we need the term limits. If we don't have term limits, we're going to wind up in a big mess, an even bigger mess than we already are in. All right, anyway. Government is not meant to protect, government is not meant to run our lives. They're meant to protect us, they're servants to us. This is how our forefathers set up the government. Government protects us from those who seek to harm us, whether it be domestic or foreign. Attacks. They are there to keep us safe. A man is only free when the rights that are given him by God are not being amended or added upon by any government institution. And that's something which we see here. Our government has been taking our freedoms and have been trying to amend them. They've been trying to alter them, change them, whatever the case may be. And we see that a lot today in regards to this corona. They got you so afraid for your lives that they were able to come in and take away some of your rights and they didn't even have to do it by force. We willingly gave up a lot, some of our rights and I fear for my friends that are in Washington state and in California and and in a lot of other democratic states because they're going to have a hard time being able to go back to church. They're going to have a hard time being able to get back into their daily routines because They gave up their rights, they were tricked, they deceived into giving up a lot of their freedoms, and because of that, they are going to have a very hard time. And that's why I wanted to encourage every single one of you guys to get out and actually vote for Trump and get those Democratic traitors, that's what they are, they are traitors to this country, and they are traitors to you. You hired them to do a job, and they failed you. Now, it is up to you, as the boss, as we the people... It is up to us to get them out of office and really get this country back on track. I will see you guys in the next segment. I'm pretty sure you guys will enjoy the next segment here. We're going to take a quick break. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Conservative Christian Thank you guys for making it all the way through today's podcast. Uh, Again, I would like to apologize for... um, Just for this episode being a couple weeks late. I know I said I was going to try to do it weekly, and I'm sorry for that. Work has been crazy. Everyone's in panic over this coronavirus. We haven't had a single... Okay, so recently at the hospital, we did get a patient in for Corona. But it wasn't a new case, it was someone who was in a nursing home, they've had it, and now they needed to go to the hospital to get some extra medical care, just for checkups, and just to take care of them, alright? just to make sure that they're doing okay, and just, you know, just to make sure that they're comfortable and just taking care of them. And From what I understand, I'm pretty sure that they're doing better, and I'm pretty sure that they were just released this weekend, but I'm not entirely sure. Alright, I'm just a lowly dishwasher, What, what do I know? Anywho, to make it up to you guys, to make it up to you guys for not being able to um, keep my commitment in doing this weekly podcast, I am going to go on a rant for a couple of reasons. One, I owe it to you guys. Two, I had a lot of feedback on the last time I did a rant and everyone seemed to like it. And three, I've been called for having white privilege this past week over an article I wrote and I am very tired of my liberal friends saying that President Trump is emotionally and mentally unstable. Have you seen your candidates? Have you seen your candidates? You have communistic Bernie Sanders, rich billionaire, who is old and senile and then don't even get me started on Joe Biden. Joe Biden, your candidate. What? What the heck is this? You guys say you're gonna con. You guys say you're gonna beat Trump in the 2020 election. And what do you throw? Who do you throw at us? Who do you throw at us? You throw Joe Biden. Good old Joe. Good old butt sniffing Joe. That's who you throw at us, for real. I mean, come on. Are you trying to make it easy for us? Of course, Trump's gonna win in the 2020 election. I mean. Listen, 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 guys. You say that we as conservatives, we're the racist ones. We are the ones who are against black communities. We're against um, everything you guys are into. We're misogynist. we're homophobic. We are against everything you guys stand for. We're racist and whatnot, but good old Joe. Good old Joe. What did he say this past week? to the black community. He said, and I quote, if you guys are having a hard time deciding between me and Trump, then you ain't black. What the heck does that even mean? You guys say Trump is the racist. You guys say that I'm the racist. You guys say that anyone who wears a red MAGA hat, a little hat is a racist. What is wrong with you people? But you guys try, you guys justify this. You guys, you know, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. You know, he, he's right. I mean, all these black people who are voting for Trump, they're just, they just want to be whites. They want to be whites. And you say we're the racist. You say we are the ones that are bad for this country. No, sir, no. You're the guys are the ones that are bad for this country. It, it is sad that you guys don't even see that, and that is why I was telling you guys earlier in the first segment to study things out because if you really look at the bigger picture, and if you really just look at the, some of the details, you guys don't even have to do an in-depth study. You guys just have to look at it and just be open to it. You guys are going to find that conservatives and republicans are not the racist ones. Now, I'm not saying there aren't some conservative racists out there. I'm not saying that. Okay? I'm not saying that at all. But if you look at the political spectrum today, you're going to find that a majority of racists, a majority of misogynists and a majority of every, a majority of what you stand against as liberals are come from your own party. They come from your own party. I can't believe you guys don't see that. You guys are so, um, I'm gonna have to say this, you guys are so politically brainwashed that you guys don't understand what is going on right before you, right in front of your own eyes. That is something that is very messed up and very concerning to me because a majority of you liberals are in charge of our schools and it it is a scary thought that someone from my generation is gonna one day be in the White House. That is a very scary thought to me. You guys keep indoctrinating them, you guys keep uh, twisting them and manipulating them and a lot of my friends, now I have some acquaintances who are African American, but a lot of my friends who are white have been apologizing to them because of their quote unquote white privilege, because of their quote unquote um, just because of their skin color. I don't care what skin color you are. I don't care where you fall on the political spectrum. I don't care about that at all. I don't care. What I care about is if you are a good person, if if you work hard and you have a hard work ethic, that's what really matters. That's what should matter. But no, people are focusing too much on their, (laughs) they're focusing too much on skin color, too much on quote unquote minorities. Listen, I don't care what color you are. I don't care what you fall under, what you identify as. Listen, here's what we all are. We all are Americans, all right? We all bleed the same color, we all believe the same right. I don't believe in multiple races, I believe there's one race, the human race, okay? I'm just very, very concerned, very, very ticked off by the fact that you guys call me a racist, and yet your own party is throwing... your own party, their own candidates are nothing more than racists, like good old Joe. Good old butt sniffing, hair licking Joe. Alright, I've probably gone on... Too much but the point stands all right wake up America and take a look at what is before us is it any wonder why Trump won I mean seriously is it any wonder why Trump won thank you for your eyes for your time God bless preview for the next uh, political segment of the podcast. I will be reading an article I wrote um, several years ago called The Hat and the Snowflake. The Hat and the Snowflake. I really hope you guys tune in and I really hope you guys enjoy that. Thank you guys for making it all the way through to the end of this episode and I hope you guys have a good rest of your week. God bless.